Welcome to UC Today with me, David Dungay. Today we are talking to Marlene from Cineverse and Robin from Metrogy. Welcome to the show. I hope you're both doing well. Are we, are we good today? Doing great. Thanks, David. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. So today we're going to be talking about customer engagement and digital channels and why those two things are so important. But before we get into that, let's do a round of introductions. Uh, Marlene, do you want to kick us off? Tell us a little bit about yourself and the business. Yeah, happy to. I'm Marlene Melby. I head up the Enterprise Customer Success Organization at Cineverse. I've been passionate in enabling our enterprise customers to transform the way they communicate with their end users. Um, my customer success team and I typically would partner with our customers, our sales and solution engineers in basically in bringing our customers vision into reality. Fantastic. And uh, Robin, you've done a few of these now, but uh, let's get a bit of an introduction from yourself uh, about yourself and Metrogy. Absolutely. So my name is Robin Garris and I am CEO and principal analyst of Metrogy. We are a research and advisory company. We go out and we conduct all kinds of research on what IT, CX, and business leaders are doing with technology, who they're using, what they're spending, what their challenges and inhibitors are, all sorts of really fun things. And um, then we crunch the numbers, analyze the data, and advise our enterprise clients as well as our vendor clients and do things like this, which is really fun, just to be able to share some of the research, share some of our insights that we've gathered through doing all these research projects over the years. So happy to be here. Great. So um, where should we start? So let's, let's start with digital channels. When we're talking about customer engagement, uh, digital channels comes up a lot, but they can mean different things to different people. Uh, let's get a bit of definition yep. around that. Um, when we're talking about digital channels, you know, what does that mean to yourselves? You know, Robin, do you want to uh, kick us off on that one? Yeah, and, and honestly, I think this is really a huge issue right now because I see digital as, as almost being, it's almost become meaningless because it has so many meanings, right? Um, is it self-service versus assisted service? Is it on-screen versus off-screen? Is it any channel except for PSTM voice? You know, so there's a lot of different ways people are defining digital. And so... Um, I personally view it as a, I view it as from a very pure standpoint. It's basically a non-PSTN interaction channel. So it's anything you can do on your mobile phone, on your computer. It, it can be, um, you know, web chat. It can be uh, SMS. It could be business messaging services, video, uh, screen sharing, um, virtual assistant. There can be all, you know, anything that you're doing basically that's not voice, which is, of course, somewhat Ironic because pretty much everything, even with the traditional voice calls, now digital, right? But um, I, I just think that digital typically is going to require typing or viewing as part of the communication. But um, it also could even be like a self-service or assisted service over a laptop, a desktop, a tablet, a mobile device, even a kiosk. So that's kind of the way I define it. Uh, so Marlene, does that uh, align with how uh, Cineverse are viewing the digital channels? Yeah, pretty close. I think at Cineverse, uh, we define digital channel as the communication types that allow enterprises the ability to engage and interact with their customers, both existing as the prospective, beyond the confine of the physical world, right? So we're basically enabling them uh, the tools to build relationships via emails, SMS messaging, video, and most recently, social media. 
And the nice things about these channels is that they can work seamlessly together to benefit the interaction with our customers. Well, let, let's talk about those those end customers then. Um, you know, what kind of challenges can these digital channels we're talking about help these customers overcome? You know, what, what are they what are they solving in, in, in businesses right now? Marlene, do you want to kick us off on that one? Yeah, thank you. Definitely. Yeah, we have seen explosive growth in terms of variety of use cases where our digital channels have been leveraged to solve real life problems. Um, as the physical interactions have been much more limited during the pandemic, we definitely have observed that customer habits have changed. And as a result, uh, enterprises have to adapt to remain relevant, right? So we have been lucky that we have witnessed firsthand some of the statistic that says that the year on year growth of CPAS market, which was just $7 billion in 2020, are becoming to be a reality. Um, that market size is expected to grow to over 25 billion by 2025. And we're seeing that firsthand, how there has just been a lot more uh, demand and desire from all of our customers to play in that space. Now, if we look at the pure SMS messaging market alone, that has doubled in growth in just this past one year from about $620 million to $1.2 billion in size. And it's really exciting to see how our customers rely on different messaging channels to communicate things like, here's the updated pharmacy hours, here's the banking uh, location that is now open versus closed, right, during the pandemic. Even things like whether the bank uh, lobby is now open and available to, to receive you, things like that, things that didn't exist before. How's this aligning with uh, Metrity's research, Robin? You know, are you seeing that growth and, um, and what kind of challenges are you seeing being overcome with these digital channels as well? Yeah, we are definitely seeing growth in CPaaS. Um, in fact, we, we've just monitored about 10 different areas of CX you know, type of applications and all of them through 2025 are growing um, in the double digit percent range. So CPaaS is definitely one of those. And um, you know, as we look at challenges um, that digital channels can help customers overcome, I think there's a few. One of the big ones is really time to resolution. So, you know, if your other choice is to call into a contact center and there's a long hold time, um, some of the digital channels might get you that time to resolution quicker. In other cases, uh, companies or I should say customers want a paper trail. Um, now we can provide that with voice channels now as well if you're doing um you know, if if you're able to have that type of capability where you're uh, describe, you know, you're you're you have the the verbiage of the whole conversation available to email to somebody. Um, but I think in some cases you just want a paper trail of your web chat or maybe um, your SMS. That way you have documentation of what you talked about. So um, the other thing, of course, is the ability to see something or show something. Um, that's another area where we see digital channels coming in handy. If I'm just on a voice call, I can't um, look at options that you might be able to show me on my mortgages that I could be getting or my insurance policies. Um, or I can't show you that I'm having problems with this installation because I can't show you the video. So those types of things are really helpful in terms of challenges. And um, I guess the other thing would just be like preferences. You know, some people just like to communicate in different ways. Some people like to always be on their mobile phone texting. Some people prefer to do web chat, you know, so it just kind of depends on what that that particular person likes, but by being able to deliver them with different options, I think it increases sort of your customer satisfaction because 
you're giving them the preference that they want. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, I mean, you've, you've both mentioned SMS there, and Robin, you just sort of touched on uh, mobile as, you know, preferred method for, for a lot of some people or a lot of people, perhaps. Um, let's talk about mobile for a second here. Uh, how, how is mobile really impacting the customer engagement landscape right right now? You know, what, what are you seeing? Um, Robin, do you want to start us off on that one and we'll, we'll get Marlene's thoughts afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a few things there. I mean, with mobile, obviously, it's going to immediately address an issue for you as it arises. So if you're out at the store, if you're out, you know, taking a walk in the city and you come up with something that's, um, you know, that you need to get an answer on, you can do it immediately so you don't forget. You know, a lot of times you've got a lot in your mind and you think, oh, yeah, when I go back home, I'm going to deal with that. Well, maybe you need to deal with it at that moment. So I think just the immediacy is a big one. Um, I think we've also kind of, uh, we, we see more and more companies leveraging the security capabilities on mobile devices. So I could be on a mobile call and, um, you know, in order for, for my mortgage company to send me some documentation if I do, um, you know, do my fingerprint or, or visual, um, whatever, you know, type of security metric using enter password, you can take those types of capabilities from the mobile device and use it to do that validation of who you are, for example, before you send something. So I think that those are, um, you know, certainly some key things that we see immediately with, with mobile. Oh, you know, I, I guess one more thing I might mention too is, it, it, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just one more thing I might mention about that is that it it also addresses, um, I think, different generations too. You know, so you've got, uh, you know, and I, I don't like making generalizations, but typically you've got like the millennials and the Gen Zs definitely preferring to communicate over mobile. Um, you know, you've got the more seasoned generations perhaps preferring to communicate over a web chat or maybe um, a landline phone. Even you just you know depends on. The person, so I think it just gives you that um, ability to to appeal to different people. Yeah, and uh, Marlene, is that is that House Universe uh, looking at mobile right now? Is it you know, like G Generation Z, uh, as we call them? Is it is it is it all about this younger generation coming through? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think the beauty of our solutions and what we have been able to do with mobile is that we truly are able to allow our enterprise customers to personalize the interaction method, right? Mm -hmm. With the various generations, the various audience, right? And yeah. allowing our enterprise customers to reach their end users with whatever method they prefer at the right time with the right message. I think that trilogy is, uh, is super important. And the other thing with mobile is that it's definitely bringing the ease uh, of use, right? Customers are eager to interact with brands, but they want it to be done in a convenient way, right? They want easy access, immediacy, as uh, Robin said, right? So we're enabling um, that channel to be used by enterprise customers to do exactly those things. Right, I mean, I've, I've been trying to take um, sort of a mental note of how many digital channels we've mentioned so far in the call. And uh, I think I lost count after about three minutes. So um, there are so many digital channels out there, so many, channels companies can to, can make use of when it comes to their customer engagement strategy um i wonder do, do companies get just too wrapped up in um d delivering as many digital channels as they possibly can rather than focusing on where they custom their customers actually are is that is that a, is that a challenge for businesses um robin do, what's your thoughts on that you know i think sometimes it does become a challenge 
um, you know, companies are saying, oh, we have to have this this channel because our competitors do or whatever. But what I have seen over time is that companies will add on a channel and then they'll take a channel away as well. You know, so it kind of depends. Um, I, I would say right now you should only be adding digital channels um, if you're doing that omni-channel integration. And right now, only about 21% of companies have integrated their channels. And that's a huge, huge issue. Um, it really kind of changed a lot during the pandemic. We saw it going up, 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 and then the pandemic hit and it just kind of mm-hmm. flatlined. So that's a big problem. If you're offering your customers all these different ways to communicate, but you're not integrating that, um, you know, if they change channels, now all of a sudden they have to, um, you know, they're changing channels. So now they're going to, um, you know, have to repeat everything that they've just said. And that gets really frustrating. Yeah. So um, the average number of channels, just so you know, right now in our research is about 5.4. And it's actually going down a little bit from two years ago when the average number was, um, I guess I'm trying to remember, was about 7 point something. And um, I, I do think that we see companies right now pulling back on some of those business messaging services. So, you know, whereas before they may have had Facebook Messenger, WeChat, WhatsApp, um, Apple Business Chat, Google Chat, they don't have all five of those anymore. They might only have two or three of those. So we, we do see companies like, you know, kind of like adding channels, evaluating them, and then, you know, saying, well, you know what, this isn't resonating with our client base, so we're going to take them off. Marlene, tell me, um, you know, how's Cineverse, you know, leveraging CPAS right now to make, you know, some of what we've talked about uh, today uh, really happen for, for their clients? Yeah, thank you for asking. Yeah, um, at Cineverse, we have been diligent in expanding the technology and making them available to our, our enterprise customers. And um, one thing that's great about our approach is that we're, we tend to be very consultative, right? So typically our customers would share their ideas, um, what they're looking to accomplish, and then we would jointly explore how we can best support their objectives, especially enterprises who are not necessarily the digital native. We definitely would go out of our way in understanding their business problems, their goals, and yep. map out exactly how they can leverage CPAS, right? In a way that makes sense with the timing and their budget uh, and things like that. Fantastic. And we have also uh, provided consolidation for customers that some of them want to have the solution providers that can have help them with voice, push, soon email into a single place. And that's uh, one of the uh, key strengths that we're looking to, to offer as we co-create and provide the white glove approach to our customers to see that. Great, thank you for that. I mean, um, voice channels versus non-voice channels, we kind of touched on some of this already, but um, there is a lot of evolution going in, and Robin, you've given us a lot of uh, stats already on this, but um, what, 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 is, what are your expectations? You know, how, how is this going to evolve over the next sort of three to five years? We've seen so much evolution already, but what, what's ahead of us? Well, I, I can tell you that now we're seeing the percentage of transactions over non-voice actually declining from 2000. So at the end of 2000, we saw about 50% of all transactions that were going into a company, into like a contact center, customer service center, um, 50% were non-voice channels. And as of April this year, that was at 35%. But I will say that we are much better at resolving the issues in digital channels. It was 61% were resolved in the digital channels in 2020. Now we're up to six, uh, 76%, that is. So, um, you know, and I think a lot of the numbers right now, because of the pandemic, got kind of, we're kind of, you know, crazy up and down. 
So we'll see how this tracks over time. Um, I will say that I think customers are learning which digital channels work best for whatever they need at that time. So when should I use digital channels? So I'm starting to learn. As customers use um, web chat, as they use any of these other ones that we've already mentioned, um, you know, screen sharing, whatever, as they start using those, they know when to try and go back to using those channels and when to ask for them or or when to just use that, that as their first um, approach to you know communicating with the company. So I think that's changing a lot. And as we get better with digital channels, I think that ultimately you'll see more and more calls it would be voice going into digital, but I, voice will never go away. Um, I think it will increasingly take place over video interaction, whether that's mobile or desktop or laptop, just because think of everything we do. I mean, whether it's personal call, whether it's a business call, we're, we're, we're on video all the time. So why aren't we on video when we're talking to a company that we're giving our money to, right? So I think that over time, you're going to see more voice calls, more calls that would have been voice calls become video calls. But overall, I don't see voice going away. Marlene, what, what are your thoughts on the future yeah. of uh, this voice versus non-voice? What, what, what are your expectations there? Yeah, um, I would add to what Robin was saying here. Voice definitely continues to be an area of interest. Uh, we do see customer interested in shifting from the basic voice that includes IVR to a creation of more like automated and personalized interactions, right? So just uh, more advanced features in the voice, definitely, including bots, perhaps. Um, and then we are also continuing to see strong growth in traditional messaging. I'm talking about SMS, pure SMS, as well as MMS. Um, we see there's uh, increase in customers' desire to embed these SMS services into their essential business applications, like their CRM application, HCM, ERP, or a customer data platform, right? So, so essentially the traditional channels, right, that has been around are now seeing more use cases because they're being embedded into different things that are then um, allowing agents to uh, lessen their burden, right? Allowing our customers to satisfy their customers' needs faster um, and things like that. And then um, definitely emergence of more modern messaging solutions like RCS and um, social channels here in the US, right? It has taken off out in other parts of the world, but uh, we're seeing more and more adoption here in the um, Western world as well. Great. So um, unfortunately, we're coming towards the end of the session now. Uh, I'd like to leave our viewers with a few top tips, you know, how, how they can use, um, you know, uh, digital channels to create more of a seamless a customer experience uh, within their own business. Um, what what are, your, what are your top tips for our viewers, Marlene? Do you wanna do you wanna start us off on that one? Yeah, sure thing. Um, my input definitely is that companies should incorporate digital channels as part of their overall interaction strategy. Um, digital channels definitely need to be a priority and it needs to be well thought out, right? You pretty much want to replicate the capabilities in the physical world to coexist in the online world. And that way, enterprises will be able to reach and serve broader set of customers when digital customers' uh, experience are prioritized as much as the experience in the physical world. And we're happy to help. Fantastic. And Robin, give us your top tips for, for our viewers today. Well, one of, I think probably my top tip is when you're, you know, if you're going to 
bring digital channels into your portfolio, make sure you're using analytics. So review what you've done, what you're doing, and make changes based on that analysis. You always want to be um, checking if what you're doing, was it the right decision? You know, sometimes mm -hmm. it's not. And sometimes it is, but you can make it even better. So always be looking at your analytics data. Um, gather data from your customers. Look at their ratings. Look at passive data from customers. Things like your, um, you know, just website traffic, things like sentiment, things like net, uh, uh, and, and NLP that you're using that might tell you if a customer is asking the right questions. There's all sorts of things that you can look at um, to tell you if what you did was right. Even just utilization statistics. Okay. Hey, we added in um, Apple business chat, but we only have like three people using it. So maybe this isn't a good place for us to be spending our money, you know, so look at all that. Um, and then the other thing I would say is just make sure that your agents are happy. So we always talk about digital channels in the context of what customers want, but what about agents? And there's certain agents that may be better than others on certain channels. Um, and, and some may feel comfortable or uncomfortable on certain channels. So I think that's another thing to always be evaluating. It kind of goes along with analytics, but it's looking at it internally. Make sure your agents are happy. Um, happy agents equal happy customers. What we have found in our research is when your turnover, your agent turnover is less than 15%. And right now, by the way, it's at about 32. So we've got a ways to go. But for companies where they've got it down to below 15%, they saw their CSAT increase by 26%. So whatever you're doing with your digital channels, always bring it back to, is this the right, is this the right move? Should we be doing more? Should we be doing differently? Or should we not be doing it at all? So one, one way or the other. Right. Well, look, um, Rob and Marlene, that's been a super insightful conversation. I really, really enjoyed that. Thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on UC Today. If you liked today's conversation, please give us a like and a share on social media. That's it from me. See you next time.